Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, February 17, 2021. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have administered the first dose of the vaccine to 3,123,000 people, 5.14% of the population. 1,296,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Valle d'Aosta, Tuscany and Piedmont. In the last three places from the bottom continue to stay Calabria, Liguria and Basilicata. <coughs> the Italian northern regions Veneto, Piedmont, Lombardy, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia and Emilia Romagna <coughs> have announced that they intend to purchase millions of additional doses of COVID-19 vaccines on top of those provided under the national and European vaccination program. They say that they could buy 27 million doses and that these are vials authorized by the European Medicines Agency proposed by verified intermediaries with prices in line with those agreed by the EU with Pfizer, AstraZeneca and Moderna. While Italy has a national vaccination plan in, t- in place, timing and schedules vary by regional do- authority. This is due to, the, to our highly decentralized system, which means each region manages its own healthcare system. Meanwhile, Moderna has slowed vaccine deliveries to the EU, claiming that there will be some delays in February that will be recovered in March. Europe has bought 160 million doses of this vaccine, to which it would like to add 150 million more. <clears throat> also yesterday, Johnson & Johnson submitted a request for authorization of its vaccine to the European Medicines Agency. Finally, among the priorities of the Draghi government, there will be an intensification of contacts with Brussels to push the accelerator of vaccines, exploring the possibility of increasing the production of them in Italy, more precisely in Lazio and Tuscany. Today, more than ever, in Italy there are several virologists now became, uh, become TV stars who argue that we must decide a new complete lockdown to defend ourselves from the variants of the virus that are now circulating in Italy and that could complicate the vaccination campaign. At this time, the contagion is less strong than in the fall or last spring, but the virus still circulates a lot. The English variant, much more contagious, is at least in 88% of Italian territories. There are only four regions where it has not yet been found. In Naples, besides, scientists have discovered a Covid variant never arrived before in Italy, of which at the moment almost nothing is known, except that so far only 32 other cases have been found in the whole world, precisely in Nigeria, Denmark, United States and Great Britain. The result of this confusion is that Italians don't know what to think. We are tired. By now, in a few days, a year will have passed since the beginning of the lockdown in March 2020. The economy is in terrible conditions and every time more restrictions are decided, the closures worsen the situation. But the virus circulates and continues to kill more than 300,000 Italians a day and by now the terrible threshold of 100,000 victims is near. The data say that Lombardy, Lazio, Emilia-Romagna, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Marche and Piedmont could very soon have an uh, RT infection index higher than one, thus ending up in the orange zone, the middle rate of restrictions and bans, where already are Abruzzo, Liguria, Tuscany, Trentino-Alto Adige, Sicily and Umbria. 
Finally, all over Italy there are more and more ordinances to close single cities and towns due to dangerous outbreaks of contagion. A study by Politecnico di Torino and New York University argues that while restrictions on social and economic activity, such as office closures, school closures, curfews and restrictions on entry to public places always have a significant effect on reducing the spread of the epidemic, travel restrictions have a significant effect only if applied in the early stages of spread, i.e. when there are low numbers of cases. If applied late, Travel restrictions could become ineffective and, in some cases, may be counterproductive. In short, according to the study that has seen the collaboration of Italians and Americans, it would already be recommended to restart tourism. We don't know if the scholars who wrote this research will be heard, but it is certain that Italians and Americans are equally sorry for the interruption of travel and look forward to meeting again. Italian-American friends, I know you miss Italy, Please know that Italy too misses you a lot. This evening, the Senate will uh, vote on the confidence uh, in the government headed by Mario Draghi, which will then pass tomorrow through the same vote in the House. Given the size of the majority of the parliamentary groups that have announced a yes vote, the go-ahead is not in the slightest doubt. The hope is that this will help the parties of this heterogeneous majority to behave well and to put aside their differences. In the first four days between the swelling in on the government last Saturday and today, which is Wednesday, they have already argued about various things, either with the parties that are outside the majority and among themselves that support the government, and even within the single parties. Draghi is a person of great experience and by far the best thing that could happen to Italy, but he does not have a magic wand, la bacchetta magica, as we say here in Italy. If the parties and the Italians do not start to stop arguing and criticizing everything, it will be very difficult as a country and as a people to survive this pandemic. Today Draghi delivered a mag magnificent speech. It was a long one, much more than expected, with a very ambitious and comprehensive program that addressed very sensitive and difficult issues with great expertise, courage and lucidity. Despite the monotone and calm tone of voice, Draghi showed content of great heart and passion. Draghi's speech, very convincing indeed, opened with a tribute of respect and remembrance to the many Italians who have unfortunately left us during this pandemic, and closed by paying homage to the spirit of sacrifice with which Italian women and men have faced the last year on their vibrant desire to be reborn, to come back stronger and on the enthusiasm of young people who want a country capable of realizing their dreams. These are Draghi's closing words. Today, unity is not an option. Unity is a duty, but it is a duty guided by what I am sure unites us all. Love for Italy. Well, I'm sure, Umberto is sure that uh, this unites everyone who is watching this video and me too, of course. So please stay safe once again and please keep on dreaming about Italy. You'll be back here as soon as possible. This was Witty Italian News. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you on Friday. Ciao from Rome.